Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope that this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thanks for joining us and enjoy. Everybody say, get up, get dressed, get going. That's the title of today's message. One more time, get up, get dressed, and get going. And uh, I tell you what, if you can't handle breakout praise, you might want to slip on out now. Because I believe I want I believe God wants to encourage radical praise in the house today. But Scotty, why are you encouraging such radical praise? Because we have a radical vision. We're going to praise in this house today that the prophetic word that has been released is going to be manifest. That we're going to see great things happen and come to pass. And you know, sometimes you can see people and you can watch them and they're coach there on their knees and they're walking around and they're, you know, or they're shouting. And you can think, why do they act like that? Sometimes you can't understand my praise until you know my past. You can't appreciate my praise until you know where I've come from. And let me just say this, in this house, you can't appreciate our praise until you know where we came from. Not fully. You can't appreciate the fact that we can look up on that screen and see what we saw today and look back and realize that not that many years ago, in the mid-90s, we were facing situations where there was no way out There was no way to do what we needed to do. We couldn't pay the bills. And the bankers showed up and said, we'll be here in a few weeks to get the keys. Don't take anything out of any buildings. We're going to shut you down. And we're going to sell this place for pennies on the dollar. And the people who invested, they'll be out. You'll be out. We're just telling you right now, you are hopeless and you are helpless. And there is no way out. So listen, pardon me. If on a Sunday I get up here and I look on that screen, my God, I'm a... And I realize that we are out of debt. That we've got a vision. That we've got a call from God. And when man said there was no way, God made a way. God showed himself strong. God said... Let me arise and let my enemies be scattered. And so when we come in here on days like today and we begin to praise our God and we begin to sing and we begin to shout and we begin to dance, there's a reason for it. It's because God has been good to us. (laughs) Oh, you ought to shout better than that. The truth of the matter is your praise pays. What'd you do? Did, what, Brother Scotty, what'd y'all do? Everybody say, my praise pays. My praise it pays. does. It pays off. Amen. Now, 
Brother Scotty, what did you do as a church during that time? I'll tell you what we did. We came over here on Sunday. We sang, though the fig tree held a blossom. And at times it looks like there's no fruit on the vine. The olive fell. The flocks be cut off from the herd. Yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. Can you lift up a shout in the house this morning? I don't praise for where I am. I praise for where I'm going. I'm praising for where he's taking me. Psalm 34 is, is, and we're not even into your notes yet. We'll get there in a minute. If you're following me on new version. Psalm 34, that everybody's familiar with. And you know, it's one thing to praise him individually. But look, look at this in Psalm. Let me just flip over there real quick. Y'all all right this morning? Those, there, there are a number of you that have contacted me this week about special prayer. I haven't forgotten you. We're going to do it in just a minute. Psalm 34 says this. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. Bobby, the humble shall hear of it and be glad. Listen to this. Verse 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. This is an us anointing. Do you hear what I said? Praise is an us anointing. It's something that we're supposed to do in the house together. We were, I was in Israel, last time I was in Israel two years ago, saw one of the most interesting things. And this is literally about 15 miles from the Syria border the Lebanon border where we were, where we had, had service there for those few days. But the day after the Sabbath, to watch Israel get together, surrounded by their enemies, the nations that are trying to destroy them on every side, but they develop public areas, listen, where they get together as families, and I'm talking about some of you who are there, you remember this, from the six-year-olds to the 86-year-olds. And for hours, the day after the Sabbath, they dance, they sing, they celebrate, they rejoice. It, I just sat and watched and watched and watched and watched, Teddy, because it was so powerful. Watching them, listen, you prepare a table for me. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And then afterwards, you're going to take care of me then. And another passage that I thought about as we get into this for just a few minutes this morning is out of 2 Chronicles 20. Everybody knows it. Jehoshaphat. But you know what they miss about that? If you'll read it, you'll go back and look at it. Judah went first. 
You got to think about it. Come on. Connect the dots. Are y'all alive this morning? Connect the dots. Judah went first. The praise went before the battle. The praise went before the battle. In your life, I want to challenge you today, send Judah first. Because, listen, Judah has an anointing to open things up. I said, Judah has an anointing to open things up. Give God the first fruits, not the leftover. Get up every day going with Judah. I'm telling you, Judah's my partner in the morning and my partner in lunch and my partner in the afternoon and my partner at night. Judah is praise. And don't vocalize anything that is contrary except what God has birthed in your spirit. Now, let's get to your notes. Isaiah chapter 52. Everybody say, get up. Get dressed and get going. Isaiah 52. Awake, awake. Put on strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For henceforth there shall be no more come into thee the uncircumcised and the unclean. Shake thyself from the dust. Arise. Down to verse 7. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of him that brings good news, that publisheth peace, that bringeth good tidings, of good that publisheth salvation, that saith unto Zion, Listen, thy God reigneth. Thy watchmen shall lift up the voice, with the voice together shall they sing, for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord shall bring again Zion. Break forth into joy. Listen to the old oh boy, underline this. Sing together, you waste places. Mm. First of all, get up. Get up, wake up, be alert. That means, listen, when you're awake, your sensitivity is increased. That means to be fully engaged, to be fully focused. Awake, awake. He says it twice in case you're the kind that hits the snooze button. (laughs) Wake up. Awake, awake, increase, listen, and especially this week, but you ought to do it all the time, increase your sensitivity, your gratitude sensitivity. Anybody in here have something to be thankful for? You know what? Look for something positive every day. Now, some days you've got to look a little harder than others. Can you say amen? But look, it's important. Everybody look up here. It's very important what you're sensitive to. The disciples had, were going through a difficult time, and they were in the boat, and I won't take time to go there. Go there. But they, they grabbed a hold of Jesus. Jesus was asleep. They grabbed a hold of Jesus, and they said, Jesus, Jesus, you need to wake up. Jesus, wake up to what's going on. But you know what Jesus basically said to the disciples? You need to wake up to who I am. Somebody say, get up. Awake. They're trying to tell Jesus all about their problems. And Jesus is saying, wait a minute. Because if you'll go back and read the story, what's amazing about it is after it was over, they said, what kind of guy is this who can do this? Woo. 
who speaks to the wind and to the waves. Wake up to who I am. Increase your alertness to the right things. When that first away goes off, my feet hit the ground. That second away goes off, my praise goes up. Now, we've got a choice. I can slumber and sleep my way through life, or I can wake up and I can live life to the maximum. So I'm encouraging you today, wake up. Punch your neighbor right now and tell him, wake up. Life is meant to be lived to the full of all the great things that God has done, is doing, and is going to do in the future. I'm going to leave that on there in just a minute. That's what I'm sensitive to. Live to the full of all the great things God has done. Has God done anything great for you? Yes, and he's just getting started. The good things he has done, is doing, and will do in the future. Number two, first of all, he said, wake up, get up, get dressed. Everybody say, get dressed. Of course, you know, Ephesians 6, 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You got, but you got, listen, you got to wake up and get dressed on purpose. Now, how many of you know men and women get dressed? They're, they're, when it comes to getting dressed, it's different. Just a tad longer? Yeah. Now, you know, I've been married now for 40 years, so 40 years, and, and I can tell you I've learned a few things. Well, back when we first, she would come in and say, She's getting ready, you know. She'd say, now, should I wear this belt, these shoes, these rings, this, this necklace? And I'm like, I don't know what the right answer is. She's trained me now. I'm, I'm pretty good, you know. You know, do this, this, this belt, this, 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 you know. And, man, I mean, everything's like, you know, she, everything's got a match. And this, does this coordinate with this? Now, let me show you. Let me demonstrate this. Difference in men and women. Getting dressed. They go through all of that. They got all their accessories. Guys, this is how guys decide whether, how, how to get what they're going to wear. Yep. I got a couple more days out of that baby right there. That's what I'm talking about. Take them socks. Yep, I can get another 24 out of those babies. Am I telling the truth or am I telling the truth? Back in my office this morning, a little little cubby hole back here that I had before I come out. I can pray and just just a little just a little place to, to contain me back there. And uh, we had just had a women's conference a few weeks ago, and they used everything and had slogans written on everything. And I hadn't even paid any attention to it, but I went back there and I was checking and reason. There's a reason I check my attire before I come out. Y'all, is this like church? Are y'all here this morning? Is that, this ain't offending the anointing at all. I promise it's still here strong. Because one Sunday, back when I was doing worship, man, I noticed, man, everybody sure is happy today. They're smiling at me. Bless God. And you like it. Listen, when you're leading worship or doing what I'm doing now, you like a smile. You, you appreciate people that smile. And I thought, boy, everybody's exceptionally smiling today. Well, I suddenly, all of a sudden I looked down and I realized that when I had zipped my pants up, my shirt tail had come out of the zipper and was hanging out. 
So I'm like drinking at the springs of living water. True story. But anyway, I was telling that to say, I got to check everything, make sure everything's right. But I, I walked over that mirror and written across the top of that mirror was this. Dang, girl, you look good. That used to be funnier than it is today, nowadays. But what I'm challenging you to do today, in all seriousness, you got to wake up and get dressed on purpose. And here's what I've discovered. The needs of my day determine the attire that I wear. Wake up in the morning and put on Christ. I want to put on, I want to wear the clothes Jesus paid for me to wear. And you know, I keep a jacket in my office, sport coat in my office, you know, in case a wedding breaks out or a funeral breaks out or I got to go to, you know, because I dress casual, I'm a casual guy, but I keep a jacket in my office, listen, that I can wear with anything. Keep you some clothes around that you can wear with anything. And I'll tell you what that is. Put on the garment. (laughs) I guarantee. Oh, my. I'm trying to take off running. Because no matter what breaks out in my life, when I've got my garment of praise on, it's going to see me through. Can you say amen in the house? Keep your garment of of thanks and praise close. Put on your helmet of salvation. Don't allow just anything in. Build a throne of praise in the midst of your problems. Now, I know most of you in here today don't have any problems, but I tell you what, worship team, y'all come on back. Now, I know most of you in here have no problems. But I tell you what I want you to do. Even though you don't have any problems, I want you to build a throne of praise. Sometimes you've got to build a throne of praise in the midst of those problems. I want you to act like you've got a few problems, and I want you to stand up on your feet right now and for 10 seconds give God praise. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah! be seated. You've got to get dressed on purpose. That's the point. Now you may be different from me, but I'll tell you, I don't think a whole lot of us are, 
What I've discovered is praising something that comes on you like a seizure. You got to intentionally get it and put it on. Put on your garment of praise. You know, you know something else I've, I've found too is at times you've got to realize that some of the clothes that you've been wearing, they just don't fit you anymore. <laughs> every, every woman in the house is like, she talking about me. I'm talking about something in the spirit. Listen, you have grown beyond those clothes. You, and if somebody loves you, they'll tell you, girl, that's, uh, that's too much girl for two little clothes there. I love you, but I'm just telling you the truth now. Well, I'm getting in trouble today. What am I saying? I'm saying it is time to move beyond those hand-me-downs, listen, that mama and daddy gave you. You didn't come from your parents. I'll tell you again, you didn't come from your parents. You came through your parents. You came from God. And I got news for you. All of my clothes have a designer label. Yahweh. Yeshua. Holy Spirit brand. Those are the clothes that I'm wearing. I am not wearing the clothes of my past that are too small for me, that went out of style a whole long time ago But by where I am in my life. The Holy Spirit will tell you, you know what? That don't look good on you anymore. That attitude doesn't look good on you anymore. It's time for you to get dressed up for success. Trade some stuff in. Get up and tell your mind what it's wearing today. Get up and tell my mind. Everybody say, get up. Get dressed. On purpose. Tell your mind what it's wearing. Listen, tell your emotions what they're wearing today. Tell your mouth what it's wearing today, what it's going to say. And get rid of that stuff that don't, that don't fit anymore. I got news for you. Every now and then, you need to load up and make a trip to Goodwill and put them st- that stuff in a box, get it out the door, take, and listen, while you're at it, pack some of those bags that you've been carrying around, the baggage from your past, all those suitcases, and some of you don't have suitcases, you got trunks. You got a whole trunk. You look like you're going on an excursion across the ocean. Pack those trunks up. Pack those bags up. Take them out. Bless God. I'm a new creation. I'm not who I used to be. And I'm not wearing those old clothes no more. And I am too big to be clothed in worry and hurt every day. I'm not going to wear my hurt around from my past. I'm not going to wear my pain around from my past every day. I'm too big for that. That same old outfit. Man, I'm going to tell you, 
I have to watch because she'll say, are you going to put that on again? You're going to wear that? You wear that same thing, that same thing, the same thing. I got news for you. When you start wearing those old outfits from the past and that hurt and that pain, people get t- tired of seeing you show up in the same outfit all the, all the time. And they're thinking, don't they have anything else to wear? I'm here to declare to you today, God has clothed you in his righteousness. God has clothed you in his righteousness. God has clothed you in his strength. He has clothed you in his glory. Those old sinful garments don't fit you no more. That's bad English, bad grammar, but you get the point. So you got to get up. You got to get dressed. Quit wearing those family hand-me-down attitudes. And then number three, you got to get going. Everybody say, get going. Look at verse seven. Let's look, let's look down at verse seven in Isaiah. He says this, how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of him that brings good news that publishes peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publishes salvation, that saith unto Zion, your God reigns. You lift up your voice, together they sing, eye to eye, when the Lord shall bring again Zion, break forth into joy. Listen. Break forth into joy. Break forth into joy. Sing together, you waste places of Jerusalem. I'm going to wear shoes that can handle anything. Sometimes the high heels got to go because they can't take you on those rocky places you need to go to. The shoes that the world says fit you don't fit you anymore. You got to have some shoes that can take you and you can do some mountain climbing in them. Shoes that you can say, I don't know where I'm going today, but the shoes I'm wearing can get me anywhere. Shoes, listen, that will walk, and here's the point. Shoes that will walk through, everybody look, pay attention. Shoes that will walk through the waste places of your life. Walk through the barrenness of your life. Walk through the hurt and pain of your life. Walk through every place of destruction in your past. Shoes that will walk through the waste places and declare, Our God reigns. Do you hear me, waste places? Do you hear me, places of pain? I have gotten up today. I have gotten dressed today. I have got my shoes on today. And you better hear me because I am making a declaration to you in my life. Every place I've been hurt, every place I have seen the enemy come in and wreak havoc, I am walking among you today and I am declaring as I walk among you, my God reigns. You don't reign over me. You don't rule over me. You don't tell me what to do. You don't dictate my future. You don't dictate who I am. You don't dictate how blessed I am. You don't dictate what I can and cannot do. My shoes that I'm wearing, my God. 
shod, my feet are shod with the preparation of peace. I am ready to walk among the waste places because here's what I have discovered. God calls us to sing in the midst of our waste places. He said, sing you waste places. Sing it. Real praise and thanks will teach your ruins to rejoice. The ruins of that marriage, the ruins of your brokenness, the ruins of your hurts and pains, the ruins, listen, even of your own failures and shortcomings. Because as believers, we've got to keep our wells of joy strong. You know, it's interesting. Ephesians 5 says, speak to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Speak to yourself. That. Speak to yourself in psalms, in hymns, and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart. You might not can carry a tune in a bucket. That's all right. You sound good to you. And you know, it's really interesting. When they went out to face the enemy in 2 Chronicles, about to, about to close, the song that they sang was a song that really they sang to themselves. They went out to face the enemy singing, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever. In the midst of the battle, God called them to increase their thankful sensitivity. So that's what God is causing us to do today. They weren't shouting at the enemy. They were speaking to themselves. And so I declare over you today, just like David did, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Thanksgiving is our song for every battle and is one of the most important keys to victory in our lives. Everybody say, get up, get dressed, and get going. Thanks again for listening to Life Church of Mobile's podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at lifechurchmobile.com.